0: Welcome to another edition of Simply Financial. I'm Walter Storholt
1: alongside Kevin Ray. He is your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area office right there in Penconning. You can come by and say hello. Visit online at insightfolios.com or give a call to 888-885-PLAN. Kevin, great to be with you this week. What's going on in your world?
2: I'm waiting for spring to come around, Walter. How about yourself?
1: Do you think you're going to be waiting a little longer?
2: I think I'm going to be waiting a little <laughs> longer. In fact, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to North Carolina. We'll be doing a show when I'm down there for a couple of weeks just to get out of here for a little bit and go to the home office down there and meet with Paul and do some fun stuff. So that will be sometime in March. We haven't nailed down the dates yet. But,
1: so um, skip, skip the tail end of winter in Michigan, and then you'll come back when it's uh, warmed up a little bit.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a plan.
1: Nice. Well, that's a very good deal. Uh, well, while you are you can be cozy and warm for the next hour while we're hosting the show, and then you can go be cold outside again. And There you go. Go, what are you, you going to go fishing or hunting? What's on the agenda for the next uh, I, couple of days? I,
2: th- I think I'm just going to you know, take it easy the next okay. couple of days. The ice is breaking up there a little bit. It's too, too iffy for me Ooh, out there now. Gotcha, yeah. So maybe a little lake fishing. We'll, we'll have to see about that. We have, Buddy and I have talked about going up to Higgins Lake and do some ice fishing. We'll see how, the, how that pans out.
1: Okay, very nice. Well, a nice relaxing uh, weekend Then it sounds like in store yeah. for you. Perfect. Well, on today's show, we're going to talk about a couple of of really good topics. Um, Early retirement, a lot of people think about it, want to accomplish retiring earlier. But what complications does that create? We're going to dive into that conversation on today's show and, and how do you navigate some of these you know, planning for retirement's hard enough, so if you do it early, what other layers do we have to consider? We'll give you some important financial terms to consider on today's show. We'll talk about how investing or, uh, you know, financial planning is more than just investments, and maybe we'll squeeze in a mailbag question or two from our listeners. We'll see what we can get to on today's show. But before all of that, I have a very important crime of the week to alert everyone on, Kevin. Are you Ooh. ready for this?
2: I don't know, these crazy things you pull up, so let's see.
1: I know, I know, this is, uh, this is, this is just crazy. Um, so, you know, on the show every once in a while, on our Crime of the Week segment, we try to bring you a federal crime that's in the books, um, and, you know, somehow these things are related to money sometimes. We're just trying to look out for folks so they don't commit a crime themselves, Kevin. Did you know that it's a federal crime to transport meatloaf unless it's
2: in loaf form. <laughs> well, it's funny you said as I passed the meatloaf truck yesterday. <laughs> no, I did not know that. Walter, where do you pull that stuff out from?
1: Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, it's amazing mm. the weird stuff that's on the federal crimes books uh, out there that you know got put in place for some really weird reason long ago and can't be removed because it takes an act of Congress or something like that. But
2: Well, yeah. let me ask you this. How, how, how else is meatloaf
1: because then if it's not in loaf form it's just meat right like (laughs) i don't know yeah how is it not in loaf form like okay if you make meatloaf but you make it in like um a wider pan and it's like a pan of meat would that be then considered uh
2: and then once you get it to the facility they roll it i don't know
1: i don't know but it's it's federal crime to transport meatloaf unless it's in loaf form
2: Well, that's the trivia question of the month that we're going to give out there to people. That's That's for sure.
1: That's the crime of the week, the the trivia of the week, the fun fact of the week all wrapped into one.
2: Because as soon as we're done, I'm going to look that up and see where it comes from.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The the meatloaf in loaf form. I would have never guessed. Fun stuff. All right, let's get down to business instead of uh, all this silly stuff, although it's fun to talk about. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about early retirement. Uh, A lot of people want to do it, and it can come with additional difficulties, though. So based on your experience, Kevin, when somebody comes in, they say they want to retire early. First of all, how early are we usually talking about here?
2: Uh, for most people, if they come into the office and you know we have that conversation where they just want to retire early, I would say it's probably in the neighborhood of age 55, maybe even earlier if you work for one of the big three. Well, I can give you an example. My dad retired at 52 from General Motors. I know we talked about it in the past. And, and the reason was he watched, you know, people around him for all those years. He worked at Gray Iron down in Saginaw, and it was a pretty dirty place at that time. And uh, he said he watched everybody work till 65, and they died within five years of retiring. And that wasn't about to happen to him, and he just turned 80. So, and he's still going strong. So, I think he's getting close to being retired as long as he was in the workforce, and, and he's really, really enjoying it. So, for some people... Yeah, you know, come in. I would say the age is 55, but there's a few that are earlier, depending if you have pensions, those types of things. I don't know if that answers your question or not, Walter, but that's kind of what I've seen here.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really true. Uh, That's what I've seen. Like even my folks who didn't want to necessarily retire early, but now as retirement's gotten closer, they're starting to edge a little bit further. Like, hmm, can we Okay, what if we go a few months earlier? Like it doesn't even have to be super early. Just, you know, what if instead of having to work one more summer outside? this is my my dad uh, i can retire in you know december uh instead and i don't have to do that one last summer before retirement so he's it's, he's too hot in the summers and he's like i can't take one more of them i got <laughs> i got to be done
2: <laughs> it's funny you say that because i'll get some people that come in and once we go through the you know the income planning process they'll sit down and they'll look at me and says you mean i can retire now and i said, well yeah based on the numbers you can there's there's no problem well, I told them I'd stick it out till X, you know, X day, but if they irritated me one more time, I'm pulling the trigger. So I get a lot of that too. So.
1: Yep, exactly. All right. So when someone says they do plan to retire early, whether that's a few months or a few years, is it usually a realistic plan for them?
2: I would say about 30% of the people that come in, it's, it's in the ballpark. Okay. Uh, for most, no. And it's because, you know, we, we have to sit down, we have to do the income plan, we have to get the numbers and you know, and look at your overall plan going into retirement, and most for the most part didn't haven't saved enough income or their the income they need is you know is is more than they can generate from the investments they have, but for those few you know twenty thirty percent yeah, it is a realistic plan, and they can do it and then there comes the problem of or it's not a problem, but it's a situation that if you retire pre you know age of fifty five and you, let's say you work at you know company A, and you want to tap into that 401k because you retire before the age of 55. There's some penalties we got to consider. So a lot of those things come into play. If you retire pre age 55, how are we going to get the assets without you paying the penalty? How are we going to generate the income and get you to 59 and a half? So there's a lot of little ins and outs of all of this that goes through. So if you are planning retired before 55, or before 55, excuse me. There are some planning techniques that need to be implemented so you avoid those 10% penalties.
1: Very good. So when people retire early, Kevin, do they usually truly retire? Uh, do they stay out of the workforce? Or are you seeing more and more of those like hybrid situations where they pick up a, a part-time job or something else?
2: Well, I can tell you um, there's a couple of people that come to mind when we're talking about this. We have one fellow. He worked for a car dealership for, I don't know, 30 years and just didn't like it anymore. more. He just wanted to retire And he thought that was going to be, you know, the end all of it. And he was going to enjoy his retirement. Well, that lasted all of about two months. (laughs) And then he went back to work, um, working for somebody else, completely different industry, just because he wanted something to do. He found out that retirement wasn't really for him. He needed something to occupy his time, something to give him a challenge, those types of things. And then I got another person that comes to mind. He worked in the food industry for, oh, geez, probably 30 years. And, you know, the last five years that I seen him, he come in, just look tired. He look wore out, you know, and then we had the conversation. I think I'm going to retire. We run the, you know, we run the income report. No problem. You can retire. And that was probably about two years ago. And the last two years that he comes in, he's entirely looking different person. He's got a smile on his face again. He's happy. He's loving retirement. He does what he wants. He golfs, he bowls, he volunteers. And so it's on both sides of the coin there, depending your personality. I'm finding out, Walter. It's your personality, not necessarily the. Can you retire? It's your personality. Can you? Oh. Can you? Can you do that? So that's there's a lot of that that's coming down the road as far as I've been seeing in the last three or four years.
1: But more about the want to than the than the want to than yeah. the can. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You
2: have to have. They have to have a purpose, and if you don't know that purpose in your retirement, then that's going to be a tough one.
1: Well, let's get a little more specific if we're talking about retiring early. By the way, we're talking to Kevin Ray here on Simply Financial, in case you've just joined us. Financial coach at Insight Folios, office in Pinconning. If you want to get in touch, you can do that by calling 888-885-PLAN. 888-885-PLAN. And uh, if you get the voicemail, leave a message, let Kevin know you've got a question or would like to meet with him, and you can get that set up. 888-885-PLAN. Call now if you're thinking about it. Uh, What are some of the specific challenges of making that decision to retire early? Like, what are we really battling here? Where does, it, where does the math really ch- start to change because of retiring before the prescribed dates?
2: Well, there's a couple of things that come to mind. So if you're going to retire in your 50s and you know, and live the successful retirement life, number one, you need purpose, just like we talked about. So if you're going to go into retirement and you're the type of person who needs something to do all the time, you may want to you know, test the waters before going in there and see if you can handle them. You know that time that you're going to get back, because if you th- if you think about it, Walter, you know a third of your time is when you're when you start working, you know, working kids. A third of your time is you know spending, you know, maybe sporting events, and a third is is working those types of things. So you're going to get a third of that back, aren't you, if you retire?
1: Yeah, makes sense.
2: So what are you going to do with a third of that time? And then if you're going to retire early, the other thing is you're going to need more income because there's more years that we have to plan for. So how are you going to take your nest egg and you're going to produce that additional income for those additional years that are needed going into retirement? those are a couple of factors that need to be figured out before you go into retirement, before you pull the trigger. And we sit down and we do that income plan through Tree. We have what's called life events. All right. What kind of, is there any big trips you need or is there any big expenses that we need to plan for because you're retiring early and you want to do these things? And we can put that in that plan and project, you know, what, it's going to happen to your portfolio with how much income we need to generate and how much additional dollars that we need to plan for. Say if you retire at 55 versus 60, that's five years extra of income needed. So those things have to be planned for. Don't go into retirement thinking you can do it. Go into retirement knowing you can do it and have a good solid plan behind you to make sure that you can get to and through retirement.
1: Very helpful, Kevin, and uh, really appreciate the insight there. And you can see why there are some challenges to retiring earlier, and it just brings up all these additional questions. Retirement plan didn't have enough questions, it just even more when you could do it early. All right. But if someone really wants to do this, Kevin, they really want to know, hey, if retirement early will work for them, um, how can they go about figuring that out?
2: Well, the first step is, you know, sit down with an advisor and go over you know your lifestyle needs your goals your all those things you need and put together a solid income plan. I know we talk about this every week but you have to have a solid income plan going into retirement. Because when you retire we, we all need income. There's no there's no difference between you or the neighbor. We need income. You may have more, you may have less. You may have bigger needs, you may have, you know, more travel, you may have you want to visit grandkids out of state. These are all things that I'm talking about that my clients do. And they all have one thing in common. You need a good solid plan to figure those things out. Once you have that plan in place, then the purpose is going to come along. What are you going to do in retirement? Are you going to visit your grandkids in Texas as clients of mine do? And they do it quite often. Are you going to be more involved in the church as some of my clients do? Or what is it that you're going to do going into retirement? Once we figure that out, put that all in your income plan, then it Takes discipline. You have to follow that plan and you have to understand how you're taking what you saved all through your working career and you're going to turn that into income that's going to last you to and through retirement. That's the key, Walter. And it takes the first step, and the first step is you, our listener. You have to take the first step. You have to get this plan put in place because it's different. Don't get a cookie cutter plan that most uh, big brokerage companies are putting out there get one that's tailored and fits your needs going into retirement. Because if you look down the street you live on, you're different than every single person that lives down there. So every single plan is going to be different going into retirement. Don't sit on the sidelines, get involved at your retirement and take action.
1: All you have to do if you want to get in touch with Kevin is pick up the phone, call 888-885-PLAN, get in touch and have a conversation about your financial future, how to improve your retirement plan, in a non-threatening, easy-to-approach environment, hop on into the uh, office in Pinconning. It's relaxed, casual atmosphere. We talked on last week's show about you might smell uh, some chicken wings cooking in the air fryer when you <laughs> come by for a visit with you Kevin. May. <laughs> or, or something tasty might be brewing in there. Uh, maybe Kevin will take requests if you uh, if you want to try something in the air fryer. Let him know before you come over. And uh, maybe, I, I'm volunteering you for something. I don't know if you want to do, <laughs> Kevin, you but uh, well, you, know, you, you like this- good food, so it's all good, right?
2: This past week, we had an ice storm, and I was out shoveling my driveway and salting it, and I walked in with my boots on, with my good clothes on. So you may see me looking awkward, too. You never know.
1: Nice. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, again, come by. Have a conversation. Kevin's been in this thing for about three decades, helping people prepare for retirement and their financial future and uh, helping them retire successfully. So if you want to join uh, the club in terms of getting that help and that guidance, and you're nearing retirement. This is the time to reach out and make that plan. 888-885-PLAN is the number. 888-885-7526. More coming up on today's show. You're listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. and We've got
0: lots more coming up. Stay tuned. We believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future. And that's it. You shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products. Why worry with the minutia? Three steps is all it takes. Step one, you talk. Step two, we act. And step three, here comes the fun part. You relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In
1: 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression passed the... Anyone? Anyone?
0: It's time for a fresh perspective. Keep listening to Simply Financial with Kevin Ray.
1: Glad you're with us today on Simply
0: Financial. Walter
1: Storholt here with Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you in the Tri-City area, office right there in Pinconning. Check us out online at insightfolios.com look at the listen button and then you can ask questions listen to past episodes of the show you'll also find Simplicity express where you can go get a mini quick financial plan uh, to help you out um, and just a great way to kind of dip the toe in the planning waters if you will if you're not quite ready to talk to somebody one-on-one you can go do that online and get your own mini express financial plan right now look for the Simplicity express button on the site All right, Kevin, we're going to take things back to basics on this next part of the show. You know, sometimes we dive into the nitty and gritty of financial stuff. Sometimes we got to peel it back, go go back to the beginning, and just kind of talk about some definitions, some terms, uh, some things in the financial world that, I don't know, maybe our listeners have heard of but don't really understand the definition of those things, or maybe they've never even heard of these things, but they will once they get into the retirement planning process. So we're going to try and create some familiarity and a little education on the show today. Uh, Ready to go? Let's right. give it oral. So, just to, you know, to make things easy for the audience, tell us what we kind of need to know about each of these things, even if we don't fully comprehend or understand its inner workings. All right. So, the first term is something that someone may hear, especially if they're employed and talking about retirement planning. In service distribution, who's going to hear that term and who needs to know what it means? And then, kind of take us through, like, what do we need to know about that situation?
2: Sure. Well, a lot of people don't know what that is and there's a reason because it's not talked about a whole lot but in-service distribution is this if you're working at a company whatever company you're at and it's typically age 55 and above but sometimes it's earlier the company will allow you to roll out part of your 401k to any ira that you want and there's, there's caveats there. So if you do that, you want to transfer, what's called trustee-to-trustee transfer. So in that way, there's no taxes involved. But let's say you work at you know one of the local companies here, and you have your 401k, and you're just not happy with the investment options that are available in that 401k. And you have your own personal account out there, and you're, and you're doing much better in that account, or maybe you have an advisor, you have a different account, you're doing that much better and you're just wanting out of that 401k because of the limit, you know, the limits they put on there. Well, you, first of all, you have to call, you know, HR and ask them, do you allow what's called the in-service distribution? In other words, can I take out basically your contributions that you put in, not the company's contributions, and can you roll those over to your own personal IRA? That's the first step. And if you can, then you know the, the, you need to sit down you need to see what's out there what's available does it make sense in your in your particular situation a lot of companies now walter i don't know if you know this or not you know they don't want the liability or they don't want you know the being the fiduciary of that plan those types of things and that, that comes along with all that. So the, a lot of a lot of companies that we're seeing are allowing this now more and more. I have probably three pages in my office here of companies that do allow it. So if that's you and you're, and you're thinking about it, you can call your HR department and say, is this available to me? Or you can give us a call because we have that sheet. And I can look through there and roughly tell you if it is or isn't. But I can tell you the big three almost always do. So that's, that's a real good planning technique or that's a real good avenue to take if your 401k just isn't doing what you think it should be doing and it's not you know, owning up to what, what you had in, in mind and it's not meeting your goals.
1: Great points. That's helpful info, Kevin. In service distribution, our first financial term of the day. All right. What about Roth conversion? Uh, what about a Roth conversion uh, needs to be kind of, uh, who needs to be tuned into that? And what's it all about?
2: Well, if you're like most of us advisors and you think, tax rates are going to go up in the future because all the spending they're going to do this is something that you may want to consider and what what is a Roth conversion it's where you take a standard IRA or maybe you take your 401k or something of that nature and you're going to convert some dollars into what's called the Roth so you're going to convert so let's say you have a hundred thousand dollars in an IRA and you want to convert that all over into a Roth well a couple of things are going to happen if you do that you can do that by the way Walter no age um, limitations, you know, no seventy-two and a half. You don't have to be working to do it. Anybody can do this. And the caveat is this: once you do that conversion, you're going to pay tax on whatever you converted. So in that that uh, situation that I just explained, if you have a hundred thousand dollars and you convert a hundred thousand dollars to the Roth, you owe taxes that year on that hundred thousand dollars. So you have to pay the tax. Another caveat is you have to leave it sit once you convert it for at least five years in order for the IRS to, to say it's tax-free for the rest of your life. Now, why would people do that? Well, they're gonna do it because a couple of reasons. They think taxes are going up in the future, and whatever that Roth grows to, let's say that 100,000 that you just rolled over, now grows to 300,000, and it's 15 years later, 20 years later, that 300,000 is now income tax-free, no taxes. So do you wanna pay taxes now, or do you wanna pay taxes later? So it comes down to, are we going to kick the tax can down the road and let that thing grow bigger, your traditional uh, IRA? And when we do that, Walter, who's your partner? If, if we let, if we start at 100 and it grows 300, either you convert it or you don't, who's your partner if you don't?
1: He's an uncle that we don't like very much.
2: That's right, Uncle Sam. So the longer you kick the, that can down the road, the bigger partner Uncle Sam is in there. So it's a good time because um, interest rates are historically low right now to look into it to see if it would benefit you or not.
1: Again, if you want to get in touch with Kevin as we talk about these different terms, if you hear something that you want more clarity on or want to discuss how it impacts your situation specifically, reach out by calling 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. All right, Kevin, what about an ETF? What is an ETF and at what point in our investing lives will we encounter that?
2: Is that an extraterrestrial female? Yeah, oh my goodness! Um,
1: I suppose it could be, but probably not. Probably not on this show.
2: Maybe another on show. show. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had to come. But the, what an ETF is is it's an exchange traded fund. So think of it this way: we all have mutual funds, right, Walter? Or most people do.
1: I, th- I think. I think more people are probably familiar with mutual funds than mutual fund, an ETF, yeah. right?
2: Yes. So if we look at an ETF, I'm going to quiz you a little bit here, Walter. Okay. Maybe help out. So you look at a mutual fund. If you own a mutual fund, what happens in that mutual fund? What do you own?
1: You own lots of different investments, right? Lots of stocks, basically?
2: Yeah, stocks, bonds, whatever it happens to be. But in a mutual fund, there's a a difference between that and an exchange-trade fund. So you could basically have an exchange-traded fund that mirrors your mutual fund, for example. And why are people becoming more interested in ETFs, Walter? Why do you think?
1: Uh, my guess is going to be maybe they're more efficient or, or lower priced, perhaps.
2: They're, they are lower priced okay. in most cases. Yep. So there, there's there's one reason that people look at that. The other reason is this. Let's say you have a mutual fund. And at 10 o'clock this morning, Walter, you say, I got to get out of that mutual fund for whatever reason. What, what time do you think is actually traded to close that fund out?
1: It's at the end of the day, right? Like it's after it closing. It's not an
2: instantaneous thing. It is. So you have to wait till 4 o'clock. And then whatever the value is at 4 o'clock. Now, remember, you want it out at 10 o'clock, but where the value is at 4 o'clock is going to be your so value. So when you sell,
1: standard. you really don't know what you're actually selling it for. You don't. Okay.
2: But now an exchange traded fund, the ETF, if you just want to sell at 10 o'clock, you can sell at 10 o'clock. So you kind of, you have a real good idea what it's what it's going to be. So the more, t- you know, they're... they're Typically cheaper, sometimes more tax efficient. They're not, you know, active ma- managers. You know, in most cases, you know, looking after that ETF, and it's just becoming more and more popular for those reasons.
1: So it's kind of like a mix between. It's it's like a mutual fund, but it behaves almost like an individual stock.
2: It does. Okay. Yes. That's a, that's a that's a good e- See, it, it took you to tell tell our audience what it was. <laughs> yes.
1: We uh, I can I can be the bridge sometimes between the knowledgeable Kevin Ray <laughs> and the um you know uh, listening audience that's maybe scratching their head sometimes trying to sort through all this financial stuff cuz Say,
2: dude, what's he saying? What's he saying? Yeah. So I
1: I'm, I can translate sometimes. It's uh, it's helpful to be the middleman in this situation. All right, what about a fiduciary? You actually mentioned that term in answering one of the other questions on the show today.
2: I did. Now, a fiduciary, that term is bantered around a lot. We hear it on all types of commercials um, and other places. So fiduciary, this is what has to happen. We have to, and I am a fiduciary, Walter. A lot of people ask me that. We have to put your best interest first. Now, In other words, if you come into my office and you have an income need, and we talk about this week in and week out, the first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna figure out your shortfall. And your shortfall is the, the additional money you need on your Social Security and maybe your pensions. So let's say you have $3,000 coming in a month and we need five, so we have a shortfall of $2,000 of income needed. So I'm gonna look at your investments and I'm going to have to put your best interest first and I'm going to have to show you what investments best fit your situation. Now if you're not a fiduciary, and let's say you're, you're, you're just an insurance person, you can use an annuity, for example, it may not have to be the best annuity, and most most insurance companies are, or persons are going to do that. But it fits your needs, maybe, maybe not, but is it the best one? So a fiduciary, you should be working with fiduciaries because we have to put your best interest first. We have to show how we came up with those recommendations if we're if we're audited down the road, and it has to make sense. And we have to look at all investments, just not annuities or just not life insurance or whatever it is, to make sure that we're doing the best job for you
1: great help again kevin thank you if you've got questions about what it's like to work with a fiduciary and want to explore that further as well as the other things we've talked about on the show so far again feel free to reach out 888-885-PLAN is the number to call 888-885-PLAN or you can go to insightfolios.com and get in touch through the website all right two more to go through kevin here uh what about rmds we did we did etfs earlier let's do another acronym rmds
2: Sure. That's a required minimum distribution. Now, most people know what, know what that um, means here. They changed a law a few years back. Instead of 70 and a half, now you have to take what's called a required minimum distribution at 72. What does that mean? You've had these tax dollars. You know, you had the 401k, you had your IRAs, and you've, goting, you've got a tax break all these years on. So in other words, you're putting $100 a month into your 401k. And at the end of the year, that's $1,200 you put in there. While those $1,200 were not taxed. So you got a benefit by doing that. But whatever that $1,200 grew to, by the time you're age 72, the federal government now says you have to take a minimum distribution out of that. So it's basically about 3.4% of whatever that account is, December 31st of the year that you turn, 72, you have to take that out. If you don't, Walter, we talked about this. I'm going to quiz you. What is the penalty? Let's say that you had to take $10,000 out and you didn't do it. What's the penalty that the IRS is going to impose on you? Oh, isn't it 10, 10%? 10%. Okay. That's what everybody thinks, but it's not. It's 50
1: Oh, Oh, whoa, my gosh.
2: It's 50%. It so the penalt- penalty would be $5,000. So you have to make sure that your RMDs are set up. If you're working with an advisor, that advisor should be contacting you prior to to you turning 72 and put a plan in place. If you're working with the bank or whatever it is, the same situation. And if you have several IRAs, several 401ks that you have, they all have to be taking your RMD out. And let's say you can take them all out of one account, but if you're off by $1, that penalty is going to come back and apply. So this is very tricky. You want to make sure that you're doing it correctly, and you want to make sure that I, I tell people that come in our office, let's make sure your RMD comes out no later than October 1st of the year that you turn 72. You know why I'm saying October, Walter? Why is that? Because if there's a mistake, we still got two months to fix it. Ah, uh, Okay. So you know, I, I generally go early on. let's let's set that RMD up so if there's any mistakes, we can go back and fix it. So make sure you're planning on taking that RMD because a lot of people think it's a ten percent penalty. it's not it's fifty five zero percent penalty if you fail to do it correctly.
1: Helpful to understand that. all right. those are RMD's required minimum distributions. All right, last but not least, anybody who starts planning for retirement and maybe even before then is gonna hear the word risk. And then they may hear the one that I want to focus on today, Kevin, risk aversion. So what does all that mean? And and, and where does that come up?
2: What do you think that means, Walter? Well, you want to run away from risk. Stay away from yeah. it, right? Yeah. You don't want to take on any risk whatsoever. So let's. I can give you a really good example. Let's say you win the lottery, Walter.
1: All right. Thanks, Kevin. It's been nice talking okay. to you. This will be my <laughs> last show. <laughs> See
2: you later. <laughs> you won $100 million, You invite me down to sit on your poolside, right? There you go. That's right. But you have you have two options when you take when you win a lottery, do you know what those are yeah,
1: like the, the lump sum or annuitized payments or the spread yeah, amount yep
2: yeah, yep, yeah. so who's going to take the, the the yearly payment for twenty years or thirty years uh,
1: almost nobody takes that one right
2: but some of some do correct,
1: yeah, and right. that's so, because they're… somebody who doesn't want to blow it all at one
2: time maybe yep yeah, they're risk aversion aren't they they don't want to put it in the market and watch it disappear is, is how they think. So, people who are risk aversion don't want to take on any risk. We've talked about that a lot. So if you're that type of person and you've got a lot of cash sitting in the bank, Walter, what do we call that cash over all these years we've been doing this? What do we call it? What kind of money? L- lazy money. Lazy money, exactly. So, that lazy money, and especially today, what's the big problem with cash today, Walter? In- inflation. Inflation. I keep we hitting know it. I'm, I'm, on, yeah. I'm on track today. You're good. So if you go to the store, I mean we went to um, we went out to a restaurant last Friday and it was thirteen dollars for a hamburger and fries. Now. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago, it was seven, eight bucks.
1: And, and not like a spectacular hamburger, you know what I mean? No. Like a, a no. normal hamburger being thirteen dollars.
2: Yeah, if it was spectacular, I wouldn't complain too much. Right. But um, so that risk aversion, we have to factor in inflation, and inflation could eat away. So in most cases, you know, we sit down and we talk to people, you have to take some risk. It's just a matter of defining how much risk you have to take, and how do we do that? Well, we do that income plan. We're going to come up with a very specific number, and that's the rate of return you have to average on your portfolio going forward um, with withdrawal so you don't run out of money. And that will guide us or guide you into determining how much risk you need to take. Now you can take more, but you certainly, you know, in order not to run out of money, we have to take, we have to figure out that number, that risk aversion number in this particular case. How do we, how do we do that? It starts by you. You sit down, you figure out this income plan, and we come up with that number. Everybody's different as we talk about every week. So figure that out going into retirement, not when you're retired. You want to figure that number out before you go into retirement.
1: So think about it. Are you risk averse? Is your portfolio set up properly for your level of risk aversion? Is your level of risk aversion even, um, you know, appropriate for your stage of life and for your plan? Just because you feel one way about risk doesn't necessarily mean that you should also plan exactly that way. There's lots to think about. So if you've got questions and want to dive into that topic or any of the other terms that we've talked about on today's show, reach out to Kevin Ray. Kevin Ray. Get a complimentary review of your financial plan and see the path forward. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Education is at the heart of Kevin's plans at uh, his meetings and uh, the design behind all of this. Uh, We talk about it here on the show. We want you to know a little bit about what's going on in your plan and be educated along the way. And so that's part of the process. If you have questions, again, reach out. Call for a complimentary financial review at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888 885 7526 More coming up on today's show? This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray.
0: Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one-half A T squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion time to get to
1: know kevin ray a little bit better on the show today kevin my question for you this week involves uh, a little bit of food maybe involved in the answer to this question perhaps well, has to be yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> uh do you prefer to watch a movie in the theater or at home
2: oh now the, well, most of the time i'm going to say theater walter and, and you hit on the Right on the nose, the food aspect. There's nothing like that big bucket of popcorn full of butter, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, you can have a good bucket of popcorn at home, but it's not the same as getting not it truly the there. Yeah.
2: No, no. And then there's something about the big screen. And I, I can remember what, and I'm going to date myself, Dances with Wolves, It was a long time ago, on that big screen with a big bucket of popcorn and there's something about the big screen too and then you know the the surround dolby sound and the thunder going off and the rattling that just i I, I prefer the oh yeah now saying i haven't went in the last couple of years for obvious reasons right um, exactly But I do enjoy the theater, just the ambiance, just the surrounding, just, you know, it kind of brings you back to when you were a kid. When I was in Pinconning, we used to go to White's Theater and, you know, watch watch the movies as we were kids going up in town. I remember we could take RC bottle caps sometimes. and you know purchase some of the movie ticket that took to get in there and lining around the block here in pink County. just good memories from all around from going to the movie theater how about you
1: yeah even um with the the most modern of theaters these days there's still that nostalgia element too um involved with it of the being a kid and going to the movies and being able to kind of relive that a little bit and i agree with you you can't replace that popcorn the smell of it and uh you know, I'm not going to like go buy milk duds typically at the grocery store. It's just like it's one of those things you only buy at the theater, or you know, name your favorite snack like that. That's just it's a movie theater snack. It's the only appropriate place to eat it.
2: Um. <laughs> the milk duds last a while. That's right. <laughs>
1: I will say that. I will say though, uh, it's very nice to be able to pause a movie if you've got to go use the bathroom. And that's the one thing in the movie theater you can't do.
2: (laughs) That's true. That's true.
1: (laughs) So I always, I I, I always hate that when I've really got to go to the bathroom, but I really don't want to miss what's going on in the movie. And it's like, well, I can either be uncomfortable and not enjoy the experience or I could miss part of it. And, you know, but at least be more comfortable. And so you wage, you wage that battle and squirm a little bit and go, all right, what can I make it? Can I not make it? What, how much more runtime is in this thing? (laughs) You know, so that's a funny dance to uh, to do. So that might be a, a checkmark in the home category there.
2: Yeah, good memories though.
1: Me. Mm-hmm, definitely. All right, fun to talk talk about that kind of stuff. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up today's show by answering uh, one of your questions right here on Simply Financial. Stay
0: tuned. This isn't a get rich quick show. It's not a bigger and better show. It's not a make your head spin with complex numbers and data show. This is Simply Financial.
1: Getting ready to wrap things up on Simply Financial this week. Walter Storholt alongside Kevin Ray, your financial coach at Insight Folios, serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office in Pinconning. And if you've got questions for us, you can go to InsightFolios.com and click the Listen button to get in touch. Uh, we have a question to feature on today's show. This one comes to us from Penny. Penny says, I've been retired for about three years, and even though I've been making withdrawals from my IRA, the account balance is actually higher than it was when I first retired. But even seeing this, I still can't shake the fear that I'm going to run out of money eventually. Is this common?
2: That is a really good question, Penny, and it is quite common when I have people come to my office. And there's a couple of reasons for that. The market's been going very good for the last two or three years, and now we're seeing you know, some volatility come about. And you're probably following what's called the 4% rule. Meaning, you know, there's studies been done out there say if I take 4% of my portfolio, there's a good chance I shouldn't run out of money before I go on to the next life. But what we're finding out when people come to my office, Walter, is that what have they been doing all of the years, you know, to get to retirement with their portfolio? What's been the mindset?
1: Uh, Like, you know, just save as much as you can.
2: Yeah, growth right growth put it
1: away and yeah. try not to touch it
2: and yeah so what penny is feeling i believe is that she's seen growth all of these years now she's worried if the market pulls back 20 30 percent and i'm still pulling out four percent am i going to run out of money and you may you may not penny so the answer to this question is you need to have a solid income plan and i know i say this every week but you need to, an income plan where your investments are going to generate income in the in such a manner that it doesn't matter what the market's going to do. Either it's you know it's going to produce income through up or down mark, markets, sideways markets, and so you can see it and you understand it. And I think Penny, for most people that come in my door. They're just guessing that growth is going to work for them. And they, they don't have the confidence that you don't have. If you're looking for confidence, you need that plan to guide you to and through retirement and for you to understand how investments are going to generate the income through ups and down markets and sideway markets as we talk about every week. So give me a call. I'd be happy to sit down with you. Go through that process. It doesn't take that long. It's about an hour. And we'll start that process and I'll show you how we in our office, we take your investments and we turn it into income so that when the market does go down, because it's going to go down many times over the next 10, 20, 30 years, that we're not relying on growth to replenish what we're spending. So give us a call, Penny. I'd be happy to sit down and go through that process with you.
1: That's so all you have to do is pick up the phone, take that action to put one foot in front of the other, make that first step to setting up a conversation with Kevin Ray at Insight Folios. 888-885-PLAN is your number. That's 888 888- He is your financial coach serving you throughout the Tri-City area with an office right there in Penconning. 888-885-PLAN. Call that number right now and tap into those three plus decades of experience that Kevin has in this financial planning world. 888-885-PLAN. Well, Kevin, thank you for the great show today. Appreciate your insight. And uh, let's do it again next weekend, shall we?
2: I think it'll be fun. Yeah, we always have. Let's talk. Let's 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 pick a food topic next week. We, we
1: kind of got it in a couple times today with, between, <laughs> between popcorn and meatloaf and yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we're we're always going to have something food related to discuss on this show. Uh, love it. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you very soon.
2: Talk to you soon. All right, thanks for
1: listening, everybody. We'll see you next time right back here on Simply Financial. Have a great rest of your weekend.